Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Boom! We're live. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Yeah, it's that time again. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Elkanen, Dennis Dick. Uh, I sarcastically uh, put the title of today's show, Are We in a Bear Market? Because... The S&P 500 was ever so briefly in a technical bear market on Friday. Um, what that probably means is we'll get there again today. The real question of the day, though, is uh, as Dennis as Dennis asked and as, as he will ask again when I bring him on here in a moment, is why are we up? The indexes are all up. A lot of stocks are down. Doesn't make a lot of sense. We'll talk about it. We got some MA headlines to discuss, some earnings to check out. Uh, big earnings week, surprisingly. Uh, Tim Quast is our guest today. So let's get the show on the road. Smash that like. Oh, and if you're watching us on like Apple TV or your smart TV and you can't smash the like button, just hop on your phone, hop on your computer, find us on YouTube, hit the like button there. Let's go. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. And now I bring on Mr. O'Connor. Joel, good morning. How was your weekend, sir? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic weekend here. Uh, let's run down the indexes and the futures and find out what's going to go on today. We're up 41 and three quarters handles, uh, 39, 41 and a quarter. Right up here near Thursdays and Fridays high. Who would have thunk that? Uh, crude in the green by a buck 16 at 114.44. Gold having a good day back up to the 1863.10, up $21. Silver, that's up. That's moving with gold today. That's up about 40 cents at 22.17. Bitcoin, just, you know, 29.5 to 35. Trade to range.com up 11.50 at 30. Four thirty thousand four hundred and ten. Ethereum futures they're moving to uh, they're moving up one hundred and three dollars at two hundred sixty seven fifty. So do you guys remember a couple weeks ago when like I went I came on the show I did a rant about Tesla and Twitter. Do you guys remember that? Um, yeah. Do you remember? I mean that that was more than one day, but yes, I remember. No, no, no. I mean I did a major rant, and and there was a publication oh. that just. I, I said they jumped the shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Baron Grant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they jumped the shark again. I don't know if you can <laughs> you do You can't it jump the shark twice, Joel. That's you can. Point. Yes. Yes. Okay. What's, what's the deal? What's what the policy? Okay. Check this out. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're bearish, right? And the market's going down and everything. And who knows, right? 
So up and down Wall Street column, I really, I really respect Randall Forsyth, right? Very, very good journalist. Well, this was the title of his article. Okay, I'm gonna hold it up here. Hold on, hold on. What do we got? The bear, the bear nears and might not exit until the S and P sinks to three, uh, three thousand. Oh God, that'd be a long ways. Yeah, (laughs) that is that is such. Irresponsible journalism. Why? Three thousand. That's three thousand. Scaring people. Twenty-five. Yeah. people. Yeah. Let's take out thirty-eight hundred first. I mean, you know, thirty-seven hundred. Yeah. I mean, and so I. It just made me so bullish. I was so bullish Saturday. I was bullish Sunday. I was just. I couldn't wait. And then, of course, the spoos opened up ten handles. I had to chase a little bit, but I just. I, I don't know what scenario. It's nice I mean, to be I'm bullish. not saying we're not going there, but th- to me, that that's just it's irresponsible. It really does. It, it incites fear. This is what I, they want. This is what the media does, though, Joel. I this know. is what it does. It promotes fear of FOMO on the way up, and it promotes fear of you know, let's sell everything. The world is ending on the way down. I mean, this is what sells. This is all you see. Like it's why the media is toxic. I mean, you watch, you know, the news. And it's all about, you know, who got shot and this and that. It's like five negative headlines, then the weather. Then they give another head, negative headline. And at the end, they'll give some type of positive story to try to bring you, up your spirits. You know why? Because if, if it bleeds, it leaves, Dennis. If That's it. it. Bleeds, Spencer it bleeds, knows, it man. If it bleeds, it leads. I mean, we do it on the show, too. What stock's getting sass kicked? Okay, let's go Heck talk yeah. about this one. I mean, if it bleeds, it leads. That's I've never even heard that before, Spencer. You're exactly right. That's because it's a. I mean, if we do that, I mean, I, 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 then if I'm part of this irresponsible journalism world, then then I need to get the hell out of it because I don't want to do that. That's not why we're here. We try and help people, you know, navigate the markets up and down. We don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I, I if I'm like that, then then it's time to no, hang you, it up. You're not I, like that. You're not. Don't worry, Joel. You're not. We're like just that. opinionated. I, not like that. We're opinionated. <laughs> we're influenced by our opinions on stocks. I'm very opinionated on everything that has to do with any type of stock. So what are you going to do? You give your opinions and you go. It's tough, like 3000. I mean, you're right, Joel. Why? Why? You're right. We're not even close. Like, you know, nobody knows. That's like the Facebook's $15 Barron's article. You know, remember? back when that came out because the thing was going down everybody wants to incite fear and draw headlines and you're right if it bleeds it leads so ignore all the fear mongers nobody knows anything we got to go right back to that nobody i don't nobody has a freaking clue where we're gonna be in six months there's no way to know we're gonna have a soft landing hard landing maybe three thousand four thousand hell we could go in back to all-time highs anything can happen but all we can say is that right now at this moment in time there's a lot of things to worry about. Is it taking us to 3,000? I'd be a buyer if stocks went down to 3,000 because then we'd be getting really undervalued in a lot of stuff. So I think just know your portfolio, your comfort levels, ignore these you know, headlines that try to scare you on both sides. So yeah. it's a good point you're making, Joel. Thank you. And um, it's all, uh, do you guys remember the, the guy that the, the, uh, the indicator? I think he passed away, uh, wrote about this. Paul McRae Montgomery. I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. him at all. No. Jay uh, Spinner probably will. But he was the one. Like, he used – he did it with Time Magazine. He used to do it, uh, you know, with, with uh, you know, fashion trends and stuff. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, what's in front of me right now 
is up 43 and a quarter handles, 42.75. Ridiculous rally, that late day rally. Uh, perhaps some of Bullard's comments, uh, whatever. But man, it's just a nice technical setup here this morning. Uh, if you're bullish and you were bullish on Friday, you got some profits to look at. And if you're bearish, then you got to be licking your chops this up opening. I mean, a really nice setup here today. Yeah, it feels like it's going to give it back to me. I'm just giving the feel. Is it driving us to 3,000? No, but I mean, could we go back to those lows that we had at 380 on SPY there just from Mm -hmm. Friday afternoon? Yeah, that's the first challenge. So I think you squeeze them a bit. We took it out. We hit the official bear market, and then let's squeeze the shorts a little bit because it hasn't been easy. I mean, people think, oh, the shorts are just cleaning up. It hasn't been easy on the shorts either. The fade trade's been working really well in 2022, but nothing's been smooth. It hasn't been like, boom, straight down, boom, straight up. It's been just chop. It's the year of chop. That is what is going to continue, in my opinion. You're selling reps, buying dips, shorten reps, buying dips, however you want to do it. But I think, you know, anybody that's trying to project out more than a couple days, there's just too many unknowns. to. That fatter comes in here. Why, why do people pay close attention to the futures? It's exactly what it is. It's the future. It's predicting. <laughs> they tell you the future. <laughs> I mean, don't you want to know the future? In terms of the future, because it's telling me the future. I mean, yeah. Of course. I mean, like, of course. Stocks, stocks. Oh, man. It makes the, so much the, sense. The stocks were trading, you know, they, the stocks weren't trading up at six o'clock last night, right? It's the 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 uh, ability of large market participants. 24 hour markets. Yeah, it's a 24 hour market, man. Stocks weren't even open and we rallied. That's now the when reason. the big it's money comes in, market. yeah, it is. That's what's going to happen. I mean, eventually, maybe not in my day, uh, but yeah, stocks have to be around, uh, and then it will really diminish the uh, the importance of the uh, of the futures. It it really will when the stocks are open like that. A lot of arbitrage will be out the door, but that that's what uh, that would answer that question. But let's get to uh, want well, get to some news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk about. I guess, I guess the big story of the day is, is or, or the weekend here is VMware, and to, it's nice to see M and A. Like lack of M and A is a is one of the telltale signs of a recession, or at least a fear of a recession. Uh, so when when you see rumored deals, big deals happening, like big money deals, it means all right, there's liquidity in the system, money is flowing, people are not afraid to spend money. Uh, nothing official here this morning, but there is a uh, report, several reports actually from over the weekend, uh, that VMware is close to being acquired uh, by Broadcom. Though I did not, I looked several places and I did not see any price tied to this, so nothing. Nothing official, but I think Bloomberg, I think Reuters both had it over the weekend that Broadcom AVGO could be acquiring uh, VMware. Um, obviously, you know, rumors are rumors. Then obviously, you know, this market gets very excited when it sees a rumor still. I mean, it's just a rumor right now, though, just right, Spencer? Just a rumor. I mean, on rumors, I see stocks pop 23% on rumors. I sell them. That is what I do. That is what has worked. The rumor might materialize. and Maybe you're going to get this crazy takeover like $130 or $140 or $150. But you all of a sudden got a 22% premium on a rumor. And if it doesn't materialize, the stock will start to leak. 
So I know it continues to go up, and maybe there's something to this, and maybe it's going to be higher. But I think the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. It's hard to short on these rumors you because if they do short. materialize, you get run over. But it's like, okay, do I want to stick around for the last 10, 12 bucks? You know, maybe it's going to happen or maybe it's going to, you know, not happen. You know, we saw, you know, Coles be rumored a lot of times that $60 oh, get taken out. And obviously that didn't materialize. So sometimes these things just don't materialize. I think bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Do we have a uh, do we have a uh, a supposed no supposed price? No, yet, nothing. Right? Uh, I think what what we've said consistently um, on this show for years is exactly what Dennis said. I mean, what you know is it going to get taken out? First of all, I, I couldn't buy it here at one eighteen, right? Because what you know, if it doesn't get taken out at one eighteen, it's you know maybe back in ninety five, ninety six, and then with these kind of things, if you have a target at one seventeen forty five, that was your target, and you got to take your target or at least take part of it. Um, and then the longer it takes for these things to, uh, you know, to come to fruition and a little bit more of a leak you get. And then, and I will just tell you with the AVGO, if, if you're buying this, you know, thinking, oh, the deal's not going to go through and it's going to pop. You got to be careful because if the deal doesn't go through, sure. Or, you know, they, you know, they don't do it. Sure. This is going to pop, but it, it tells the street that maybe they're looking around for somebody else, mm. right? And and that they may do some acquisitions. So, um, and uh, that's ugly candle fifty three k. What was is it right at yesterday's low? The Friday's low. That's really all you can go on. That's the only number I got for you. Friday's this, low five twelve forty four. This is this is what Dennis says to himself every single time there's an M and A rumor out there. I love rumors. It was a little quiet. I, I couldn't so, hear it. It was too sorry, quiet. Sorry, it was too too quiet. All right. Uh, all right. What was it? It was uh, it's just a, from a movie. I love rumors, but it's too quiet. Hard to hear. I so. love rumors. They're fun to yeah. trade, and yeah. they're also fun to sell. Too quiet. AVGO, you know, and here's the stock that's been killed. It is a value tech stock. It doesn't even matter at this point in time. They've been hitting value stocks lately. We know that. And AVGO obviously held up better than all the others because it's got a 3.7 or 3.1% dividend because it's got decent cash flow because it's got a lower multiple. But as of right now, they're just hitting those stocks. And here it's like, oh, taking over. And now you're like challenging. I think you got to look, right? It's bouncing. The good, good news is Friday's low, Joel. I mean, we're holding on AVGO. We had a big bounce off the lows. Yeah. We're trying to hold that level. 512. I mean, that's your number. And if you, I know we don't have a lot of shorters in here, but let's say you did and you know, you were unbelievable, not that rally on Friday. And you're like, this was at 512. How to close at 543, you know? And then here you're back at 517, 518. Or if you were looking to get long this on, uh, on Friday and you missed your boat, uh, here's your opportunity. Another, I, I think you'll have more opportunities. There's actually more than one M&A rumor this morning. Um, oh, the, the VMware one is coming from Wall Street-type sources. Uh, this one is a little bit more vague in that we have a report from this website called Puck, which is one of these new, like, subscription website? It's called Puck? No, it, it's, oh, uh, it's a... It's a Puck. I did. P-U-C-K. That's what I said. Oh. It, but but it's, uh, it's not a hockey site, Dennis. Come on. It, it's a... Um, how about the good, 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 be a good it, hockey it's year, uh right? it's one of these like subscription service like websites that like a bunch of media reporters started um like tech and media anyway they reported that ea has been shopping themselves around pretty hard they said ea has talked to nbc universal they've talked to apple 
They have talked to Disney. They've talked to Amazon. Um, I suspect they saw what happened to Activision Blizzard, and they thought, oh, we want in on this action, too. Yeah, we want our stock to stop going down. Yeah. EA, this is, wow, I look at this and think this stock has come back big time. I mean, here you had a stock that, you know, got killed, 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 and that's 10 days ago. I believe it was after the earnings report. It's come all the way back up. I know. I mean, it is it is one of the cheaper ones from a multiple perspective, but holy mackerel, you're buying a stock now that just rallied, and EA doesn't normally do this, 109 to 135 in a week and a half. Um, and now they say they're going to sell themselves. Well, they, they don't say that. I mean, just it was one. They're trying one, to sell themselves. One article says that, yeah. Yeah, I would sell it. I'd sell the pop because you've had a nice run back here. A lot of people got their money back in this thing. You're not even that far from the 150s that we're in, in 2021. So it's held up very well. That's the good news. The bad news is is that this thing was just at 110. It's had a big pop. I think this is a, a, a move that's outside the normalcy of this stock. And now you get another lift again. I'd sell it. Uh, I mean, and this is just, you know, Joel, like, just crazy speculation this has no relevance in the markets at all but yeah they might get taken out at 125 and 120 <laughs> it, could, it could be a take, take under, under. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't i don't think that's the I, don't, I don't think that's what they're going for here no 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 but, when, but you don't go to all these places you don't let it get out to the street that yeah. you're trying to sell yourself yeah. after this kind of rally you go all these places you look like i cheap i if i own that stock in my portfolio i would sell that thing so fast putting it out on the street that's almost like uh the equivalent of that is buying twitter and putting your tesla stock up for sale oh it's yeah margin that that's where i put that so much that's where i put that yeah that stock is down do you know tesla's down 34 percent since he made that deal official or well, official. You know what I mean since, by that. Since yeah. the United was doing it. Yeah. Yep. We, that was on. Uh, was that? That was like a month ago. It was like April twenty first, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was yeah. four digits. And yeah. and the in the margin strike is five seventy. Uh, we're. I mean, I don't know all the in and out of the deals, but that's you know that's what I saw. But anyways, that's uh, that's what I take a look at. Um, that's interesting for EA, and they also buying Zynga. I mean, what do they think that was a mistake or something? And they're you know. Well, no. Know. Well, Take Two is buying Zynga Take Two, and that, right, right. Take that deal right. closed. Right, right. Zynga's so, yeah. gone. The deal yeah. actually closed. That's today. done. The closed um, this morning. It's over. Yep. So if you're wondering why Zynga ain't trading. It is now part officially part of Take Two. It was some crazy imbalances on that at the close, but it didn't really gap. And Herbs had it. Man, there's getting to be fewer and fewer publicly traded video game stocks. Uh, you know, it, it could be taken over. Big, I'm not saying it could, yeah, but they're, they're all they're all merging with each it's other. It's been a nice rally, and EA is one of the bigger ones. Like it's not it's like huge. you know Zynga gets bought out, Glue Mobile gets bought out. What was the little one PLTK that uh, Pactor gave us? Uh, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, that's been beat up. But I mean, it's a well, small yeah. one. Like if you're looking for targets, that would be a more of a target, I think, than EA. Yeah. So at least that's what Pactor said too, and I think Pactor said smart. I've never been in the video. I know you guys like them and stuff, but I've never played. I haven't played video games since I was a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah, I stopped playing when I was sixteen. Learned to drive a car, and I was like, I'm done with video <laughs> games. Drive a car. Why the heck would I play a video game when I can go drive a car? Oh, you know what I did? Used to like those those games where you would like, uh, you know, those racing games. You know, where you would drive the car and be in races. You want to? You guys ever oh, do that? Small pole. Which one did yes. you like? You're probably going back to like Atari, though. <laughs> 
Uh, no, we, we, we all like those games. We're on Speed Rad Racer, Racer on Nintendo. Rad Racer. Speed. Or I can't Mario I can't Kart. I don't know, but then you like you hit something and the car flips over and you smash and. Well, that's and, all you know, those are games. Yeah, we're yeah. always hitting something. The car is flipping over. All right, stonks. Uh, um, all right, uh, let's talk about Zoom for a second here. Uh, I I couldn't believe it when I saw that Zoom hadn't reported earnings for the quarter yet, but no, they report earnings tonight, and I don't know how they can say any. I don't know what they 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 can possibly say that will make the stock go to like a hundred tomorrow. Right. Like I, I just, the expectations really could not be any lower for this thing. I guess that's the good news is that the bar is, is the good news. I guess the bar is low, extremely low. You need a new product. Uh, yeah. I need something else. ARKK stocks have been holding up. Well, we've been talking about this. This is an ARKK. I know she still got in there, but it's one of those stocks that just fits in that whole portfolio of, you know, super, you know, expensive, but obviously zoom came back in. Um, for, with it with its earnings, but you know, I still don't know. I think competition's coming, but I don't know. I mean, it's held up. I'm there's a lot of stocks that look a hell of a lot worse than Zoom now. I mean, not if you look back three years, but if you look back in the last three weeks of trading, yeah, Zoom's been holding up. It kind of looks like ARKK put three lows in the same area, 84, 84, 85, uh, just the last three days. You know, if it says anything okay, I think it could pop up over 100 bucks because the expectations are very low. Am I going long into the report? Hell no, because I know what happens when they miss. If they miss, the thing gaps down 30% on you, and you're like, ah! So I'm not touching the ahead of the report. Which When is the report? What day? Tonight. Oh, it's tonight. I do have it on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm 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 out. I'm not going to. Yeah. It's too much too too much of a gamble taking a stock like this through earnings. It's going to be wild. Right. If uh, just for some parameters, seventy nine to what ninety five, right? Eighty nine, sixteen, eight. So you know, eighty six, eighty seven. If you feel like you need to own this thing, that's just above these uh these lows here. You lean on the low of the move. I think on the upside here, and there some. Some you know crazy algo will interpret something good about it. You can bet on that. Uh, Ninety-five and a half things kind of open up uh, to the to the century level. So I'll just make it tight going into the report. ZM, I like it. I use it, but I guess yeah. not too many other people do. Um, you know what? Actually, uh, Dennis said that hands off Zoom is too wild. Um, Zoom is probably going to be less wild. Than some of these other reports this week, like like the retailers specifically, like Nordstrom, which is tomorrow, right, and Costco, which is on Thursday, and the Gap and American Eagle also on Thursday, and Ulta Beauty. I don't know if you guys saw what happened to uh to Ulta last week, but um, I mean train wreck after train wreck after train wreck, big lots on Friday, right? So I'd be even more concerned about that because that's where Ground Zero was last week. It was not in growth tech. It was in retail, so yeah, they've moved on. We've said, yeah. you know, that they kind of came for all the Kathy stocks the last year. They've given them some, you know, just lay off those, and now they're selling everything that hasn't been sold. I mean, you can go just as far to look at Procter and Gamble chart, which we talked about and warned on this stock at one sixty two, one sixty three multiple times that eventually they were coming for it, and they did. And now you look at it at one forty two, you're like, what happened? They're coming for everything in a bear market. They eventually come for it all. If your stock's sitting three, four percent off the all-time highs, I think you sell it because they're coming for it. 
Yeah, just I mean that boat is pretty uh pretty full on the the short side on these things. So uh, if you those don't get ones that, have been hit. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm talking about the retailers. You yeah, know, like if you're loaded up on the short side, you're going with the trend. Any, you know, just you know, be on your toes because they're not all going to tank like that. They're not every single one is going to go the same. Right. You know, Nordstrom's right. it's not going to go to fifteen. Right, I'm not going to say not go to fifteen. You know, but I mean, so you, you, they're going to, they're going to rally something. I mean, little different market environment too, folks. I mean, at least for today, right? At least for today, if we can hold up, have a decent day, it's not a bad day to report, right? Whereas last week, it was like, oh, boy. Do you think we're going to hold up today? There's the rub, right? Because the stocks are... Do I think we're going to hold up today? Stocks are mixed, but the markets, the index... Yeah, there's a lot of stocks trading in the red. You come in, you're like, rah, 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 stocks are awesome. Like, when you see something like this, then you look, well, Tesla's trading in the red. NVIDIA's trading in the red, thanks probably to AVGO. AMD's in the red. You got Kohl's in the red again. I'm getting my butt kicked on that. Shouldn't have taken that position in the long-term portfolio. Um, you've got a lot of stocks, like not a lot, but you have some stocks that are not participating here this morning, and it's you concerning. know what I'd rather see. Even looking at the queues not being up yeah. as much as the spy is concerning to me too. Usually Nasdaq's leading, you know, the higher beta, and not this morning. I mean, some of these stocks are lagging. So I don't know what to say. It's a tricky morning to just trade, but you're looking here and you're thinking. Is it going to hold up? Are they going to pull the rug out from under it again? I'm not going to gamble against the sell the rep because it's worked so often. Uh, you know what I'd rather see today? Uh, you know, for the more constructive of a, a bullish day, I, I like to see us back off here and, and close, you know, close up like 10 or 15 handles. You know, defend the close. I, I really don't want to see us, if, if this is going to be a good sustained rally, I don't want to see us take out the pre-market high, go to 39.70 or 80 and just run, run, run. I'd rather, I'd rather us come down here, be quiet and calm for a couple days. Maybe have an inside day. Kind that's of like, never happened. And that's maybe why you're not getting long, Joel. We, yeah. we don't have that. I know. I don't, I mean, we've I just, had an ARKK. We've had a nice, calm consolidation. I mean, if you want to find it, there's pockets to find it in. And those growthy techs, we've had that. We had it in ARKK. I mean, look at these ranges in ARKK. This is just impressive. Again, the setup here. And it does have the tendency to do this kind of stuff. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six lows all in the same area. I know. And then you get the highs kind of all in the same I area. Know. Like, it's such an interesting little chart. We're just looking at the last six days, the daily. And you just look at, you know, I don't know. You're looking at top right it's corner. It's great. Well, I got it. Yeah. yeah, it's like just sitting here in consolidation station. Give me the direction because there's a big battle between the bulls and the bears here on the growth tech, and it wants direction. You know, maybe Zoom's going to give it direction tonight. Maybe there's going to be, you know, there's a few other ones, growthy techs that are reporting. We got NVIDIA and Snowflake and Spark mm-hmm. reporting this week. There's a few growthy tech stocks reporting, so maybe that's what it wants direction from, but Right now, I would say on the ARKK, so far it's still holding that Thursday low when it felt like it was the washout and the growthy names. So that's one good news for the market. Bad news is that everything else has rolled over. We're, so, we're, uh, Friday low, you, you mean? No, no, I'm going back to the Thursday low from last right week here. when I tweeted out 10 minutes after it happened. I said, right. I think we just saw the washout and the growth tech. So I'm still holding, that's still working. 
That trade that I tweeted out seven days ago, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days ago on Thursday, May the 12th. Oh, 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 two Thursdays. I got it. I got two, it. That yeah. low, the very low. Yeah, I got it. We have it. held those lows. Yeah. On growth. Nothing else is held. S&Ps have taken out the lows from the Thursday. Um, you know, there's been a lot of others. Q's took it out on Friday. You know, Apple's definitely taken it out. Amazon, the big ones. But the growthy Kathy type names are still holding up. And that gives me some hope. It doesn't give me a lot of hope, but it gives me some hope that there is some buyers buying some things now. And maybe just maybe they washed these growthy <laughs> tech names out just too much. There is some buyers buying some things. No, well, then, but buyers <laughs> buying nothing. I mean, we're going to 3,000 according to whatever publication that was from. I don't even remember now. You know, your publication Barons. you showed there. Who was that that said 3,000? It was Barron's. It was uh, a was very respected writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barron's um, again. Barron's comes out with these targets. Uh, Randall Forsyth. I mean, I'm, don't I, I didn't even fruition. read the column. I didn't, I didn't even, I, you know what, I, I still keep it my uh, subscription, but it's just like I, you know, flip through it. Boom, 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 boom. All right, headlines. And then, then it just kind of like, you know, whatever. Throw it out on Thursday and wait for the new one on Saturday. Uh, but, um, all right, S&Ps are still holding up here, up 38.75. Uh, battling with, we had pair highs Thursday and Friday. I know you want to look at the pre-market high at 55 and a half and take that's a number, but. It's really not. The real number is 49 and a half, and that was uh, your high from Friday. And we all know what happened after we hit that high from Friday. The, the thing that jumps out to me on the ARKK chart is, like, if you were, like, yeah, I, on a rel- on a relative basis, it's held up very nicely. But if you're, yeah. like, if you're buying it, say, on, I don't know, May 13th or whatever, or any one of those days and buying it for upside, you, you got chopped into a million pieces, right? Yeah. Like, if well, you had if you had hard stops out there, right? If you're trying to, you know, really be tight with you with your risk. So it ain't, it ain't as easy as, as as that chart would imply when you're on day one or day two of that trend. Nothing um, is easy. Nothing right. in this market. And again, you won't find this on Twitter because you're gonna hear about everybody who sold the stocks at the top. Remember it's toxic though. And majority of people on Twitter will talk about their winners, but they will not talk about their losers. They're not necessarily lying but they're spinning the truth because they say, oh, I had a great trade on that. But they'll ignore, you know, the 90% of trades that have been getting them killed all year. So, I mean, that's what, you know, Twitter is. And it has, again, what I've said before, it will make you feel bad about yourself. So try to avoid comparing yourself to the perfect traders on Twitter because you will never beat them because half of them are not talking about their losers or maybe more than that. So don't try to compare. Compare yourself to the S&P. Compare yourself to the real indices out there. Don't compare yourself to your favorite guru on Twitter that's telling you, oh, how easy this is, because it's not easy. And they are just spinning the truth because they probably are sitting on a portfolio of losers. They'll talk about the winners. Well, those are paper losses. So that stock will come back and I'll make money there eventually. Now, they're real losses, you idiot. So, I mean, this is just the way it makes you feel bad about yourself. So I'm just trying to say, don't try to compare yourself always to all the special traders on Twitter because they're maybe not as special as you think they are. Just the extra special ones. Huh. Right. Uh, it's 8.31 here. We'll have Tim Quast hop on in a few minutes, do some market structure talk as he does every single Monday. Let me go back to my list here of things that were on my oh, list. Oh, before you do, uh, yeah. just another thing that um, 
that uh, Rob and I talked about uh, at 10.30 on pre-market prep with stock odds is, uh, you know, he had an expiration. And yeah. uh, oh, Rob, Rob was going to go through, you know, that he's been trading for 33 years and watching a lot of expirations. And um, he, he's going to go back and note, like, how often, like, on the expirations, and I know a lot of the expirations take place on the close, right, for the options. But there's a lot of unwinding and a lot of things that go on. And often on an option expiration, whether it's a, a, a quarterly or a monthly, a lot of times the higher the low is made near or at the open of the session. And uh, that was certainly the, the the case on Friday. But I uh, just wanted you to note that. Um, all right. What else you got? We got three minutes. Till we uh, got just, from. Just, Are we giving him next Monday off? Yes. Kim? Yes. And Dennis, don't you I was supposed to get this Monday. Off. Yeah, what what's the no, holiday? I know today? it's Canadian holiday today. What is wait, it? Wait, I okay, you 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 mentioned or no, not you. Somebody at work at Benzinga mentioned that it was it's Victoria Day, right? No? What what are you saying? Wait, what what's the holiday today? It's uh yeah, it's Victoria Day. Okay. So so somebody at 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 Benzinga mentioned it was Victoria Day like like today or they mentioned this a few days ago. And I almost messaged you, but before I did, I googled it and I was like and I actually Googled how big a deal is Victoria Day because I didn't know like how big a holiday. Pretty big deal. Like, it didn't seem like it's a very big deal, honestly. <laughs> it didn't seem this like is it was a May two for a weekend. It didn't seem like it was a big deal to me. I Googled it and it didn't seem like it didn't seem like it was like, on the what level. What do you do? Do you go? Like, do you go talk to, to people go drink named beers. Vicky? What do you do? Yeah, you're supposed Victoria? to drink beers. It's May two for you get your two four and you go drink beers on Victoria Day. I, I, I almost I, I almost texted you like are you gonna come on Monday even though I knew you were I know I shouldn't but, have showed up but I but I, then I was like no this doesn't seem like a very big holiday to me so I'm not gonna say anything it's a very big holiday Spencer <laughs> right. this is a, one of the holidays Mr Israel okay okay <laughs> I stand corrected on that uh real yeah. fast um Queen Victoria's birthday yeah I've been to Victoria Island I, that's a pretty nice place. All right, let's go. Okay, so just let's real go, quickly, uh, just so everyone has them on their Tech radar. stock. The tech uh, trade is not going well. Hold on. There, there are just a couple of, uh, I guess you could call them like monkeypox stocks. I just oh, wanted man. to do the, uh, oh, the, no. the, the, the tickers here so you can't say I didn't. we didn't talk about them because we here we are doing it right now. Uh, SIGA is, is your big one, SEGA Technologies, and I have mm. no idea – as to what these companies really do, if they if they have anything at all, but you can just look at the price action for the past couple of days and judge it for yourself. SIGA is is the big one, and um, actually that was the big one. SIGA was, uh, and then uh, e, EBS was the other. EBS. Those are EBS. those are the two, the two big ones that that I saw from Friday, um, and putting them on your radar. SIGA and EBS. And these are your like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. it. This is where. And I mean, these things can get yeah. silly, man. We've yeah. learned the hard way. You think, OK, well, this is dumb. I'm going to short this thing. And then it's like $20 in your face. Yeah. So you got. Well, let me write them down here again, because these are trading vehicles here for you, folks. S-I-G-A, not single long. I'm, I'm saying you can trade these things. But what's the other ones? E E-B-S. Just two of them. These are the monkey pox stocks. You can also do like, uh, uh, what's it? Is it Chimerix or Chimerix? CMRX, but that's not as CMRX. Yeah. What is the over under on CNBC doing a segment on monkey pox stocks? Oh, oh do you think they'll do it today? Probably yeah. today. Or... Been... Oh, they're going to take it from us. Yeah, the producers. The <laughs> no. producers. Like, oh, this is a good one. We're watching you know too much prep. Let's I go think, do this. I think I know 
who the producer oh, is, is in the chat. Wait. I think I figured it out. It's amazing that we go off topic and then Hold it on. shows up on CNBC. The chat's later. good. Hold on. The, the chat's good, though, because we I got a couple that I didn't see because they're lower price stocks. So, G, GOVX, I didn't see that one. GOVX. Oh, you know oh, that chat, got a so. maxim. Wait, GOVX has news, too, though. There was maxim out with the price target on that one. Okay. Uh, thank you for that, uh, Irish Looper. And I don't know what that is. not a... That's not a stock where you just put in there. So, um, and then there's one that's OTC, but it's super. It's not very liquid, so I'm not even going to bother. It's in the chat though. Um, BV and RY. Uh, okay, so keep your keep your eye on the pre market highs for these. If you're yep. if you're looking for targets and things like that, you know. Also, if it takes out that pre market high and then doesn't hold, I can't look in any of these things to buy. You guys are on your own. Drill down on your short term charts. All right, uh, it's eight thirty six on Monday. You guys know what that means. Let's rock your time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tim Quas, CEO of Market Structure Edge, joining us here on Pre-Market Prep. Mr. Quas, is there still snow on the ground is what I want to know. There's snow in the sky. <clears throat> rather still? than it's, It is snowing right now. Was, oh my goodness! It was a great, it was a great weekend actually. But uh, it is, it is snowing hard. Did you hit some slopes? Uh, only a foot. We were, we were out hiking. Oh, actually, but the conditions were were, were uh, lovely. Uh, but the storm came in overnight, which was perfect. And uh, so we'll we'll take the moisture. But it is, it's snowing in steamboat. Wait, so it snowed hard on Friday. It's then yep. it's still snowing three days later. Correct. Oh my yes. gosh! Wow. Does well, that snow like three three sixty five a year there? <laughs> it it can snow eleven out of twelve months. Of the that's a year. good thing and a bad Usually, thing. If you like skiing, right, that's right. awesome. If you right. hate snow, it's not the place to live. Wow. Right, but you know the weather is remarkably good. So you you, you can have snow, but then the the, the day could be sixty sixty five degrees. That's so, unbelievable. You, you know, have the best of both worlds. It's hot it is, and I get to is. ski. Yeah, but don't tell anyone. We don't want the word down. <laughs> I'm coming to visit, man. I'm coming to visit you. Come on, anytime. All right. Uh, Mr. Quas, what's on your radar? Actually, no, before I ask you about this week, yes. uh, give us your assessment of last week into and through the options expiration. Well, uh, and Dennis, I heard you talking a little bit about the, I think you were talking about monkeypox stocks and uh, that how CNBC would imitate you. So yes. my key takeaway from last week was how pleased I was that CNBC actually paid attention to options expirations. And I, I, heard, I heard Mike Santoli mention it again this morning. So finally, it's getting through to people that this matters. Uh, I think the good news is we, we survived them. Uh, I hope that if you, you know, if I look, I would look back at the things that we talked about, Spencer, on Monday, uh, one of those uh, being Verizon, that that's the kind of, uh, they weren't all good. Pepsi didn't do too well, but Verizon did very well. I, that's the kind of thing that you want to, if you're going to trade during options expirations, uh, that's what you want to hold. And the reason it's so challenging traders is because 
people reset derivatives, which are implied supply and demand, and, and, it, and it can vanish or, or manifest instantly because they are a right but not an obligation to do something, and that's why it's very challenging. So you have to go into those, uh, those periods knowing that that condition exists. Uh, and then, Spencer, uh, today, new options trade. So we're not out of the cycle. This, it really, it, it's Wednesday when we're through the period. So Tuesday, we call it counterparty Tuesday. That's when the banks and the other parties to the things that, that lapsed last week and reset today get squared. And so if we get through that, then, you know, we could, we could have a, maybe a, a decent stretch. We'll see. And then, so as far as drilling down a little bit deeper here into the sectors or the stocks, or if you could pull up the watch list here, what are you watching this week? So I'll tell you the interesting thing to me, and and uh, Edge Mob, you you know this that you can look at what we call big and stable stocks, which we we put on the platform for folks. It's automated. It's automated, and then what we call momentum, and it can help you understand whether money is focused on on managing risk, or is it more interested in taking risk, right? You could use the old, I don't like the phrase, but it's what everybody uses, risk on, risk off. So big and stable would be risk off stocks. And it's, there are only 10 of them. So that number has come down. Notice that there, the, you know, demand stays right around five and supply is declining. That's the kind of stuff that you can ride through rapids uh, aboard. Uh, then on the, the the momentum side, there are only three in this portfolio that is it will look for things with extreme demand and falling supply. While there are only three in that group, that is an improvement. It's basically, there was one last week. So there is there are some indications here of a shift in where money is going to go. I like to go look at the semis, you know, look at the semiconductors, improving demand. Supply is too high, but the demand side is improving. I like to look at the tech sector to see, well, what's happening here? Uh, tech sector looking better, but supply is still high. Uh, then I like to look at what we call diverging liquid up. And this is, this is how I do it. I'm gonna go look at, at uh, diverging liquid passive. Where's the passive money going? Well, it's going to tech. And the demand side looks pretty good. The supply side looks pretty good in this group of 40. So I'd look at that and say there is a chance. I don't, that's not great, but there is a chance that money wants to buy growth short term. It might only last until the end of the month. But those are signals that I will go look at. I like to see, you know, what the what the broad sentiment is, what, what the context is, and then where the money is going. Tim, would you mind just leaving and coming back? Because your mic is having some, some, uh, crickling crackling noises and i don't know why i suspect if you just leave and come back okay. then okay. it'll it'll work itself out as it normally does so we'll, we'll bring tim back on i'm like just just another couple of seconds and i because i i hear the uh, crackling too yeah i was hearing it too it, I, was it, it's to just I even muted myself i didn't know if it was it, i know it's, i was on it too it's just enough to be annoying yeah, we're we... trying to mute ourselves because we're like is it me here wait i know i, I did too I, I, i'm like i'm hitting my my right thing now. i'm like well what do i do now yeah, no, it's just enough to bother me, but not enough to, that I can't understand what he's saying. Uh, all right, let's see if this is better. All right. Take two. Is it better? Me. It's just a little, not, not really. 
No, actually. Uh, it's, actually, you know what, run with it. Run with it. Oh, we're, we're, we're running with it. We're, we're, we're rolling with it. We're rolling. We're rolling. With it. We're rolling. All right. The show yeah. must go on. The show must go on. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's, let's get the screen back up there, Tim. Okay. And let's look. Let's go back to that that page we were on. Okay. So I think we are still. Is this still being shared? Do you still yes. see it? Okay. Yes. So right. that let's go here. Let's go to you know. There's Benzing on May 23, which it is. And uh, uh, we can talk about some things in here that look to me promising. So notice that the demand side is rising, supply side is falling. That's the kind of condition you want. That's what you want to trade because it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what inflation is, what uh, monetary policy is, uh, whether there's monkeypox or uh, proxy wars. If you trade <laughs> diverging supply and demand, you can succeed. Uh, and so I, I look at this list, whoops, sorry. I look at this list and say, it's, it's a curious basket because you can look at Verizon's, I've, I've kept it here so that we could, we could see how that has worked out. But there, there, there are things like EQT, which is an energy play, a natural gas play that looks pretty good and Philip Morris. And you would say those things are contradictory. They are. And I think that's a good indication of where the market is. There is, there remains uncertainty in the market. And so here, you know, look at, look at Philip Morris. Don't look at price. This is price right here, just closing price. And it went down a couple of days ago. Look at the demand side and the supply side, all things being equal, the probability that that condition produces returns in the next several days is extremely high. And that's where you—that's what you want to, uh, what you want to trade. And and uh, the curious thing to me is that you have this contradiction between a stock like Massimo, uh, which is a healthcare stock. So you, I would put that more in the growth category, and a Philip Morris. So here's Massimo. It's got very strong demand and falling supply. The likelihood that that produces gains is again very high. But they're two opposite trades, and maybe that kind of thing works out. Uh, we'll we'll find out. But those are two great examples uh, looking at market structure that you could consider. Wait, when you said tech is looking okay, I think that's what you said, right? You yeah. said tech is yep. looking okay. What yep. what tech specifically? Let's go have a look. Uh, and and by the way, we you you can always go look at things like VMware and Qualcomm. You know, all the talk this morning is about this uh, deal rumor. Well, you can yeah. look to see if those uh, conditions exist, and we can come back to that. But if I just look at tech. Here's what I would do. You go down here to the tech sector and you narrow it. What you, what you want to do is look at things in here that meet uh, the, the criteria that we always want to follow, which is you want rising demand. So we look at the D trend and say we want it to be up. We want it to be north of five. So maybe we just bump up here to 4.7. I like to trade things that are, that are uh, very liquid. So I, I, I move my dollars per trade up to there's a call it call it five six thousand dollars and maybe the supply side that is lower so that brings us down to nine stocks just like that that i would look at from you know sap to believe it or not even applied materials which didn't do well last week but maybe the, the supply demand uh chart will give you opportunity but it's that easy to narrow things down to that's how I think about it. I don't think about the fundamentals, the, you know, the, the uh, technical patterns. I'm just going to look at supply and demand. And the, uh, the optimal ones would be stuff that has rising demand and falling supply. 
All right, uh, I see a couple questions from the chat, and, and yeah, I agree with the chat. I do think it's him. Your mic is hitting up against your shirt whenever you move, I think, whatever. Okay. Like yeah. on your collar or zip or whatever. Uh, I, someone asked about AMD quickly, so let's look at that okay. one, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you hop. Okay. So if we look at AMD, which, you know, one, one of the great uh, uh, retail stuff. People love this stuff, right? It's just uh, no question that there's a lot of fixation on it. Right at the moment, it's you could it might work. Why? Well, here's the demand side, and here's the supply side. It's too high. I don't like to trade things that have more than sixty percent of their trading volume coming from borrowed stock. That's what that means. So, traders, very important to understand. Market makers can just create stock. You could have shareholders of AMD who don't buy or sell a single share, and the price can move wildly because market makers just manufacture stock to fill the rising limit orders. Uh, so it's a, it's a very challenging trade. But if you're going to trade AMD, you want to buy rising demand and falling supply. And those conditions do exist here. All right. Tim Quast runs Market Structure Edge. The link is on the screen, marketstructureedge.com. He joins us every single Monday. Tim, always a pleasure. Back talk at you. Again. Oh, no. Talk to you in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. All right. Next, next well, Monday's, I'll miss you guys. Next Monday is a holiday. That's right. That's oh, right. That, All right. Right, right, right. Look yeah. at that. All I right. always hate it when holidays come along and interrupt market structure. I know. It's yeah. the way it goes sometimes. Good Have a good one. tried to do it today, Thanks. but we, we fucked at it. No, no, no. Uh, only U.S. holidays here. Sorry. Uh, all right. 848. You guys want to do some ticker time? If you have any tickers for us, drop your questions into the chat. Uh, and we can spend some time on it for the next couple of minutes. Uh, yes, next Monday is Memorial Day, so we won't be here, but that's uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll remind you guys on Friday. It, it's such a tricky day. Uh, Grant, give us some tickers, but I'm just looking, and it's such a tricky day today because you got some stocks that are really getting hit here. I mean, now Tesla's down six bucks. NVIDIA and AMD are not having a good morning at all, and that's got to be thanks to Broadcom being down that much that they're just starting to hit 90, but I mean, there are some stocks not doing that well here today. Some of the growth tech stocks are not looking that healthy here this morning. And then you got other stocks that are, you know, doing pretty well. But I, I, I'm challenging this rally. I'm challenging this. I, okay, I'm, I'm looking for, like, stickers in the chat that have interesting charts. This HPQ chart is actually pretty interesting to me. Uh, this is what Warren was buying, right? I think. Or was that yeah. a yeah. What's happening yeah. with that today? Yeah, exactly. Is, um, is, that, what's, is there a headline HPQ? I'm. I didn't see. It's trading down three percent. That's a big move. It's got to be something. Uh, no, I'm looking. Hold on. I don't. Got to be something. We're going hunting. HPQ. You know, I didn't. Uh, well, first, first of all, who um, who sings the song? Very famous song. Another tricky day. Oh wait a minute. I, I don't. Know, I don't know the answer to Joel's question, but but to Dennis's question, couldn't this be a move with Broadcom? You think uh, Hewlett Packard off Broadcom? I don't know, Joel. What's the answer to your question? The who? Oh, sorry. Ever heard I, that song? I think City downgraded it. City downgrade. Uh, you know when Warren I don't have bought confirmation this. Confirmation on that yet, but this is, I just asked another trader, and they said City downgraded when, it. So I don't have confirmation on that yet. When Warren bought this, I, I didn't have a warm fuzzy feeling when the when when he bought that, and then and then the counter move. You know, sometimes you look at the chart, sometimes it makes sense. This one didn't, and. Um, what now? You're down a buck fifty. I don't know about city. I'm just gonna go to the monthlies here 
And this is what you got to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, having breached that oh, this 33.21 right here, right now, this is big. This big area, this was the monthly low. This did have pretty good relative strength uh, up until this month. So under that 33.21, we'll see how it, you know, just today, the next couple sessions. But I might think you might get a look at 30 in this one if it doesn't hold this 33.21. It, it was downgraded by Citigroup here this morning. They see limited upside given PC demand moderation. So they were fighting Warren Buffett oh, on dude, this. I saw that. It's downgraded to neutral. Dude, I saw that, but it was like right when I woke up, and I didn't, I didn't retain that, that information. So. Yeah, we got to get down the pro if it's not in there. I know. It went in one or the other. Maybe uh, he just put it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's your reason for HPQ being traded down here. I mean, it just goes to show you, you can't even chase the best. You know, you can chase people, but here's Warren Buffett, who is basically, you know, the best out there. You chase them, though, and you're buying it way higher than them because, yeah, you know, the, the day we find out, the stock goes, he buys at 35, the stock goes to 40. So down here, he's almost, you know, he might be even scratch on it, but you're down because you chased him. You can't get his price because by the time you know it, it's up 6 7%. So it's tough to, you know, chase these institutional money managers because they're, you know, when they have the influence that they do, you're always going to be buying at a worse price because it comes out three, four days later, you had to disclose. And then we find out, or sometimes in some cases we don't find out until the 13F is filed. It could be 45 days later and everything has changed since then. So HPQ trading down because city downgrades it. I mean, Warren probably not happy here this morning. There's value here, but again, it's a value stock market that is not doing very well right now. The value stocks have been getting hit the hardest in the last three a couple of weeks because they're coming for everything and they're coming for value now. I think that this this stock is a little bit more uh, susceptible to uh, to ratings changes because this had the um, uh, just before Warren bought it or that that was announced there was a downgrade and uh, for similar reasons was it uh, was it Morgan Stanley that that nicked it I'm trying to find it here. Uh, the, I could give you the day that Morgan did it. It was, um, I just want to make sure it was the same firm. The day Morgan downgraded it, it was March 30th. Was it Morgan that did that? March, March 31st. March, it was 31st. March 31st. It was Morgan. Very good. The underweight. Yeah. So pretty susceptible. The earnings had the big follow through there. And then Warren came to the rescue. So. Oh, no, it had pretty good follow through off that last downgrade. It got a lot of people stuck around. All right, let's look at Nike from Mish Mish here. Coming off of Foot Locker's surprisingly strong report on Friday, although Nike and Foot Locker are, are I think Nike's um, moved Forced. away from, from yeah. Foot Locker a little bit. But uh, the Nike chart, I mean, I guess the good news is you have a clear level, right? I mean, 105. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the good news there. Yeah, uh, not, you got a date with a hundred on that thing. That's what's what the I'm Nike news at. today? Nike, no, 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 no news today. I'm just Nike. No, there's news. There's no news. No, right. just I, I looked in the ratings. Hold on a second. Da, 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 da. We were we were jumping to conclusions. There's no news because I mean the stock's down at buck ninety five. It's probably news. And fifty thousand shares. Oh, okay. it doesn't that's matter the volume. Right. That's oh. actually pretty big volume for Nike. At no, this time. that's a lot. K- KGI downgrades it to neutral. KGI, I never. I don't know who KGI is. I've never heard of that firm is. before. KGI. I know. Hey, Brent, wake up! We got a lot of downgrades. What here. the Let's heck go. is KGI? I never heard of that. Seriously, Maybe it's in the pro. I never heard of KGI before. I know they downgraded it, so there you go. 
Always assume when you see a stock, when the S&Ps are up 330 handles and your stock's trading down 1.8%, there's probably a headline. Good call. Excellent uh, call. You, all right, Joe, so Joe gave his thoughts on the chart, 105, if not 100. Let's move on here. Um, Caterpillar. Oh, boy. Cat goes black. Let me take a look at Caterpillar. Um, Kramer, wow. 214. Last week, he says buy it. it he actually mm-hmm. top-ticked it. And I tweeted out right after he said it. Two seconds after he said it, I said I'd take the other side of it. I mean, it's unbelievable. He can talk and trash Kathy all he wants. I love Jim Cramer. I think he's funny. I think he's very good at his job. He's in a slump, man. He's in a real bad yeah, slump it, right now. It, he's top ticking everything. Dennis and I were talking before, right before we hopped on here, uh, and this is nothing to do with Caterpillar, sorry, but uh, that uh, if you pull up a daily chart of the of the spy or the SP or whatever, and you you had to guess what day this year did Jim Cramer say the bear market was over? It was the literal top take on March. Very 29th. close. March 29th. Yeah. It was the literal. It top was very take close. Of, like. Yeah. Basically, the high since yeah. the middle of, ja- of January. Yeah, right? he it said was... the bear market is over, and then the stocks went straight down for the last two months since yeah. he said that. Yep. I mean, Jim. Jim, no, he knows coming. I like Jim. I, I laugh. You know, I watch Mad Money. He makes me laugh. He's he's just slumping right now. He's in a huge slump, and he's you know got a little bit of the touch of death like Kathy had for a bit right yeah. now, where it seems like you know he said, mentioned something, maybe it's selective perception on our part. But he's just been very wrong lately. I mean, he's going to step out of it. He, it. The problem is what he's he's accustomed to. And I can tell you where Jim's going wrong here right now. So CNBC producer that listens to us, you know, you got to start Jim. Have him start. <laughs> That's a little bit of a joke, but a little bit real. Um, they got to start having him fade some stuff because he's totally been momentum. He's totally been a momentum trader here for a long time. The stock's going up, he's buying. Stock's going down, he's selling. Because that's worked. That worked in, in, two, in, that worked in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. It's not working in 2022. The contrarian is king in 2022. So when you're seeing, oh, yeah, it's a great report. It's up. Let's buy that stock. It's going the other way. So it, you've got to adjust, you know. And obviously, you know, it, it's, you know I, some people are slow to adjust. Sometimes I am as well. But, I mean, this has been the fade trade year. And if you're making, you know, momentum calls, you are struggling in 2022. So, contrarian is winning, fading rips, selling rips, buying discs. We've been talking about it for six months. That's what's been working. We've been on it. All right. You want to go back to Cat real fast, Joel, and, and give us uh, your take? Uh, 194. I mean, I've seen this trading up a couple bucks. You can look, you know, and you can be all happy about it. But, uh, you know, 194 was also another daily low. Uh, so you don't want to see it. Uh, it takes off 194. Then just look at your other dailies, 190, 185, and then the low the moon down at 180. Must hold level. You know, these must hold levels are not really holding. I mean, they're, they, what we've seen, you know, I mean, they, they get close to them. I mean, two lows, same area, 194. What's a momentum trade? Good, good question. Good we question. have newbies in here yeah. or newer traders. You got momentum, you got contrarian. A momentum trader is this stock is trending up. I'm going with the flow. Momentum's going here. I'm buying because everybody else is buying. Contrarian is saying, okay, it's just, you know, went up too much too fast. I'm going to short it here. Or if it's going straight down, I'm going to buy it here because it's going to reverse. And in a year of chop, 
the contrarian, the person. So momentum and contrarian traders are always trading with each other, meaning they're going directly against each other. Momentum trader, you know, buying strength. The, the contrarian trader is selling strength. So in some markets, and we've been in this, you know, raw, raw momentum market for like three, four years. We were 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. It felt like the last five years have been all momentum, but it's changed. We have changed now. So now we're into a contrarian market where when you're fading the moves, meaning you're going against the grain, you know, stocks ripping higher, you're selling it. Stocks flying lower, you're buying. And I mean, not all dips, it's working better to sell the rips. But it's been a, when a choppy market, which is a lot of 2022, what we've seen, it's been trending down, but it still has been choppy in here. It's been the contrarian trades that have been making money. So the and the, the, other way to visual, the other way to visualize that is there's an entire. Maybe that's CNBC uh, calling. There's an entire class of technical indicators that are categorized as momentum indicators, right? RSI, MACD, these are yeah, moment, yeah. these are indicators that try to quantify momentum in some way, shape, or form. And when those indicators are working, we're in a momentum-driven market. And when they're not working, we're not. And well, I haven't really been working too hard this Gotta year. Got to be a momentarian. I, that, there we go. That's there's a new one. That's a new one. But hey, listen, one uh, we're coming awesome. up on the top of the hour here. I just uh, there'll be no pre-market uh, prep plus today. I'm going to be out for the remainder of the day. Uh, but I just wanted Those to mention Canada Day off. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. Canada Day off. <laughs> it's um, Memorial Michael Day. Michael Schneider asked about basket trading and momentum. Tra- you know, uh, basket trading. And uh, Spencer's going to post a link. And uh, uh, this is uh, to uh, uh, Rob Friesen, who I do pre-market prep with stock odds. He does a top ten list every day, and it's part basket. You know, stocks with you know based on the probabilities. He also gives um, hedging vehicle. Um, and uh, quite a few people from this chat have signed up for it and talked to Rob, and they've been doing really well with it. So Spencer's going to put the link in there. Use the promo code PMP. And then for a follow-up, uh, not today, obviously, because Victoria Day, uh, we talk about it at 1030 on uh, premarketprep.com. So everyone sign up for that. Everyone have a great trading session. Uh we got a clear Friday's high, 49.50. On the downside, support at the close for now. That's uh, 38.99.50. Everyone I, ha- have I a put great that, I put that link in the chat, and next to it, I put the code. The code is PMP. You're the best, Spencer. PMP. It's pinned in the chat right now. Check it out. We're going to hop as well, going over to live trading with Benzinga. Mitch is back in the saddle today. He's back from his crazy NFT conference, and I saw him tweeting out some stuff. He, he, he rubbed. Rub shoulders with some famous people over the weekend. Maybe he'll talk about that on live trading. So I'm going to end the show now. Please do us a solid and drop us a like if you can. We'd appreciate that. Hey, while you're there, if you haven't subscribed to our channel on YouTube, that would also help us out. And hey, check out Benzinga.com slash pre-market. It's a redesigned pre-market page. This show is embedded there. You can watch us there. You can Go get all the movers and all the all the news of the morning on Benzinga.com slash pre-market. Thanks to our guest, Tim Quast. Please remember all the information from our show and every show we do here at Benzinga is for informational purposes only, not for investing or trading advice. That's it. Good luck at the open. Stay green. Catch you guys later.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.